0: Welcome to the
1: podcast, bro <laughs> Thank you for inviting <laughs> me Welcome <laughs> to yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. the yeah, 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 yeah. Podcast, podcast. Wow. And today we have Shama Chandran
1: Thank you for having me
0: What is up, bro? <laughs> Nothing, man <laughs> Welcome to the 321 Studio Yeah,
1: beautiful place Thanks for I having me this here, part. man
0: Sorry? Th- this, thanks for having me here Oh,
1: no, you're welcome
0: uh, this I'm happy to
1: have you here, man This
0: is the most artsy Fartsy studio I've ever been to, bro Artsy, <laughs> fartsy <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering Is that a painting of you?
1: Which one? This guy over there. No, man, none of this is about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Shama Chandran, how young are you, bro? I'm. And how would you describe yourself, the fellow listeners out there?
1: I would say I'm. Uh, I'm just a normal person. Uh, nothing really special.
0: How long have you been on planet Earth? <laughs> how
1: long have I mean, I've been on planet Earth for 29 years now. 29 years. 30.
0: Cool, so dude. Wise, wise man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 20, 30,
0: how 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 has adulthood been treating you, man, in your twenties so far?
1: Um I I don't know. I, I I I guess I've been independent since I was a kid, so I hmm. mean since young, you know. I don't really I don't really feel it, you know what I
0: mean? Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. Always been independent, so
0: how was your childhood like?
1: Childhood has been strange, man. Yeah. Yeah, my childhood's strange, as yes. Um growing up in I grew up in Frim in a forest reserve. Oh it's not too far from KL Town. Okay. Uh growing up with my cousins. My grandparents, actually. I grew mm. up with my grandparents. Didn't really grow up with my parents very much. Okay. Um yeah, my childhood is pretty messed up with the parents. So I grew up with my grandparents. Um I was the oldest one mm. amongst me and my cousins. Um, yeah, I think that kind of brought me up to speed with a lot of things, made me be you know, a little bit more independent, kind of just um, taking care of the little boys, the little girl. So I was kind of like the oldest one amongst, mm. our, amongst the siblings or the cousins. We all pretty much grew up together. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I kind of was like the oldest one taking care of everybody.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> so, It was a
1: strange childhood Yeah, yeah have, you, have you always had that
0: need to express as a young kid or
1: A need to express, no man I it, think it, it, came, it came later in life Yeah, it came so much later in life I think growing up I was I, I've always been um, uh, Very shy I'm, Okay man, I'm, enjoy the cup of coffee yeah, bro Yeah, thank you I, I yeah. love this coffee Thanks dude Yeah, I, I'm super introvert To be very Introvert as a a young kid Yeah, as a young kid I've I've always been shy Not really talkative Super antisocial I would Yeah, I would hide myself (laughs) All the time I see,
0: okay So this was back in Frim
1: Yeah, back in Frim How how Uh,
0: was it like um, Being surrounded by the forest?
1: Man, it was amazing I think that's the best thing About my childhood Um Uh there was a lot of shit that was happening, but I think that was the best part. Being in the forest, Mm. that was my escape, pretty much. Really, if there was any bad shit, I would just head out. Mm. I was living literally in the forest reserve. So we, I would just head out, go to the river, go do some fishing, walk into the forest. Yeah, do some crazy shit. Me and my brother, we used to always go out. We would always get into trouble. Just, yeah, yeah. and I hated school. (laughs) <laughs> I hated school, so I would skip school just to go forest, just to go fishing. That was weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that's nice, man. That was awesome. So you escaped the city life. You were you were not brought up by like a. Um,
1: no. The I wasn't born in like in a town or KL town. No, I was always, yeah, on the outside.
0: So born and raised around the area. Yeah, okay.
1: born and raised there, and then um, my grandparents and my aunts and my cousins all hmm. moved to New Zealand when we were young. New um, Zealand, you mentioned, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs>
0: How uh, the the world is just connecting itself, man. Because my dream is to be in New Zealand, yeah. So let's put it out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, uh, so my my aunt and my uncle, uh, they work in the oil and gas industry, so that requires them to travel a lot. They've been traveling, okay. So as they work and travel, um, all of us as cousins, we lived in our grandparents' place, and you know so we pretty much grew up with our grandparents our parents always worked um and then my grand and then my aunt and my uncle decided yeah we're gonna set up a base in new zealand you wow. know, because of my uncle's job something like that and then yeah as kids we all just moved to new zealand and i and my dad was living here still like i was having some family issues with my parents mm. and i was really close with my dad I wasn't really close with my mom. Uh, so I, I, I moved a bit, but I, I, I felt a bit off because I was really close with my dad. Mm. And being a very shy, timid, kind of, I felt a bit lost, you know, actually, when, I, when you go to a foreign country and everything's like strange. And even when I was in NZ for a bit as a kid, uh, I've always had a problem with being picked on. Okay I was picked on here I was always getting bullied here Even in school And and that it was the same Uh, Yeah And it freaked me out And then I just I just decided to come back here again Stay with my dad I'm close with him So Yeah
0: How young were you at this
1: point? I was eight I was eight Mm. When we Yeah It was uh, I was eight Moved there for a bit And then I came back Stayed here I was happy here Mm. I was I was happy here because of my dad. I was homeschooled for a bit. Yeah, kind of, I was in and out you know, of school and studying. Studying wasn't really my thing. I, I did a lot of homeschooling, though, because my attention, I don't know, it's just my attention span was just really short. Um, yeah, I had always struggled with studying and school and stuff like that. I was a more outdoor person, not never really like sitting in a classroom and stuff like that. Mm
0: how do you actually venture into the martial arts? so what was your the first vice that, that you 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 encountered was it taekwondo i um oh. i
1: think when i was 10 okay when i was in when i was 10 so i had uh, i was in the school in Kapong, in in tamanesan okay and we i had a friend whose father was teaching muay thai was teaching kickboxing and it, back then it was him and his, it was my friend and his older brother and his dad. So it was just the three of them practicing. And I used to, and, and I, I, I just used to sit there and just watch them.
0: Mm. I just used to
1: sit there and watch them. And, um, I, and I decided to join because uh, growing up in like the local, local school, primary school especially, I used to get bullied a lot. I used to be a really fat kid. Mm. I used to be a fat kid. Um. Yeah, I used to get smashed, man. <laughs> I used mm-hmm. to get, I used to get pummeled quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, in high school, e- even in in primary school. Mm. Um. And I think at around ten years old, I started my first Muay Thai class. Cool. First kickboxing, and I was like, you yeah, you I'm
0: voluntarily like, wanted to be part of? Yeah, that? Yeah,
1: I wanted to be part of it. Yeah. I felt like that was like. Yeah, and nobody would mess With these two brothers, you know hmm. And I was like, shit I want to be like that, you know I used to get picked on When I was in school quite a bit So, yeah, yeah I started when I was 10 mm. With Muay Thai um, Yeah, and I just Fell in love with it, you know Because It was so intense
0: Yeah, yeah
1: Muay Thai, you know, At 10 years old, I was like Whoa.
0: So I, I assume like By high school You were getting serious into it? No? Like, yeah, um, I was With martial arts
1: Yeah, I was kind of Uh, I was kind of Getting a little bit Serious into it But you know That's the thing Like My parents Weren't really keen Mm. Uh, I had very traditional Sort of Family upbringing You know Mm. So they were like No martial arts Martial arts Was very spiritual Blah 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 That kind of Shit And I was just like So I would just Keep it on the low I would just do it You know By myself Um, I think when I was In high school I didn't really have (coughs) Much Training Because, you know, there was no Muay Thai available then And I was in high school, I couldn't go and enroll in a gym So I was doing like some self-practice I was practicing by myself And every time I I meet up with my friends We would practice, we would train Yeah, it was mostly just for fun, you know Mm. Uh, During the high school days It was just like, yeah, pretty chill, pretty fun, sort of I cool. think really serious then. Right.
0: Okay, yeah. so do you took the traditional path of going to the college and all that? No, I did not. You did I not? failed
1: my SPM, dude.
0: Oh dude, respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> man. Dad, dad. I failed
1: my <laughs> I slept. Oh my god. I was such an asshole. Seriously, I slept through my classes. I was a dick in school, man. Yeah. I was just uh, I mean not a dick like dick to anybody else. I was just like, I was not. Into studying Yeah, I mean I I would be in class But I would just like Not pay attention I would be Doing other random shit I would be I don't know Just Talking to my friend
0: Dude, I feel you, man I understand where you're coming from Yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: would (laughs) It was so strange You know um, And again, the subjects
0: We have here Is pretty much Useless in our daily life Oh, man And also, it's boring. boring In the first place And the teachers are not Even trying, I think No, hell no So at what point Did you actually Get serious into this Brazilian jiu-jitsu Or whatever that comes before that
1: I (coughs) So I started um, Really looking into martial arts When I was 18, actually Right after I graduated high Mm -hmm. school I was um, I used I, I still I mean, during my high school days I used to like Try to watch videos and stuff It was very hard back then There was like no YouTube mm. Back in high school days There was no like real YouTube You know uh, We weren't really like watching vid- I was tr- I was, I would try to like look up for videos Or fights and stuff like that. It was really interesting And then when I was When I turned 18 I think it was 18, 19 When I watched my first Mixed martial arts match mm. It was Yeah I think when I was 18 or 19 I can't quite remember But I watched my first Mixed martial arts match That was, like, intense. It was not Muay Thai. It was not boxing. You know, it was, like, a mix of everything. Hmm. I don't know if you've watched mixed martial arts. It's, like, everything. It was so fucking brutal. I mean, back in the day, when I was 18, 19, um, the mixed martial arts scene was still new. So it was, like, some of them, they didn't even have gloves. And they would like Do head stomps and shit That was intense man Damn. That was super intense Yeah and I watched that And I was like Whoa These guys are such badass And I watched uh, um, I, uh, I I, watched uh, Hanzo Henzo Gracie Was it Yeah it was Henzo Gracie in, in his pride days Fighting like Doing jujitsu And I was just like Whoa This guy is small and, <laughs> and he beat like A guy who was like Twice his size Yeah That was like that was something else you know and i was like well i i totally want to do this yeah. i totally want to do this <laughs> <laughs> but i was still kind of scared you know i i mean martial arts is scary to be honest with you uh even for and even till now i mean i've been competing for a while and it's still is scary you know when you it's but yeah i think when i when i turned 18 i was just like yeah i'm i'm going to try to do this i'm going to try to do um, try to get into Muay Thai first I was, I was like okay I'm gonna Try to do Muay Thai Try to focus on Muay Thai first I think I was 19 or 20 When I first enrolled into Like a proper Muay Thai school um, Yeah and then it started The Malaysian Tigers team mm. So the Malaysian Tigers team Was like the I think it was the only school That was run in PJ Or in KL area I think Right. Yeah it was pretty intense
0: Wow. So it has been 10 years Yeah, you're, it's been 10 years You're focused on, on, martial, on martial arts, arts yes. right. Who do
1: you look up to most in martial arts? As, as I was watching mixed martial arts mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've always followed um, uh, this, this French-Canadian dude called George, George St-Pierre okay. um, I think why I, I connect with him is because Yeah, I think we, we kind of have a similar story In that sense. I have his book. I mean, his book is amazing. Um, He also kind of had that, uh, you know, going through a rough childhood, getting bullied and getting smashed. But I, I actually watched him. I didn't know about his background then. I only watched him when he was young and he was this up and coming fighter. And I was watching, I can't remember which UFC was this. He was like a super young dude. Just Going through the And pummeling everyone I was like Wow Who is this kid (laughs) This kid is amazing I want to be like him You know I think watching that And also watching My Muay Thai coach Who's like a really Small Thai dude And He's vicious man This guy's crazy Yeah Yeah (laughs) Kru Rung Chai But yeah He's He he, he was training us for a while And then after that he just left mm. Yeah, I think the Muay Thai scene in Malaysia Was a little bit strange then What,
0: what was the most challenging thing um, During those 10 years That you've remembered Of trying to get good In Muay Thai or trying to get good In martial arts or perhaps what you're into Right now, Brazil, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Yeah, how do you get how do you get? How do you overcome all these obstacles? And what are the obstacles that you faced?
1: When I first started off training Muay Thai seriously, I, w- I, I still had an office job. I was working. Right. I had a full full time nine to five job. I was I was working with Microsoft mm. for a bit, and then I quit the job. I was training, and I was I think the biggest struggle was balancing work and training and 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 when i first enrolled into the muay thai gym i was like man this is what i want to do i love this i love the sweat i love the you know the the training it was intense mm. it was like proper muay thai for once you know because like i never had a thai trainer right. and this was like proper thai training you run you skip for hours yeah. you run for hours and then you spar and all this and, and then i loved it and but the i think the biggest problem starting off was i had my 95 job and i had a juggle training in between mm. and i was an amateur then and i and and i think um my coach back then Kru rung chai he saw that i had i had a talent i had potential uh, yeah a potential to fight and he he was like yeah you should do an amateur fight like, and I was like, yeah, sh- totally. I was like, oh shit, yeah, let's do this. It was it was scary, but exciting at the same time. I was like, yeah, let's do this. But it was hard. I, I, I would fall sick every week, man. Oh. Yeah, I would fall sick because I would train and still go to work. And then, you know, there was no real time to rest and recover. Uh huh. So, and I think I pushed like really hard. I pushed quite hard didn't really know how to pace myself accordingly Uh, I was doing that for like about two years when I was working in Microsoft Mm. and then I quit my Microsoft job and then I had you know and and all I was I was trying to just look for stability like income wise and then I straight away jumped on to another job that I had that was with eBay, PayPal another fucking sucky job (laughs) I worked 12 hour shifts it was the worst it was, yeah. It made it worse. I think that just made you me got, realize. Yeah,
0: but the, the, the amazing thing is, you got into like Microsoft, eBay, PayPal, and all that stuff without even going to college. Really. No, yeah. You <laughs> know,
1: I I started from the bottom. I both my both the jobs that I had there, uh-huh. I started off as customer service. Dude. I was just answering calls. Yeah. And um, I think I had, I, I had uh, if I really am focused about something. I would put my energy into it, Mm. you know, if, if it's something that I really like, but those two jobs, yeah, I was doing it for a while just because of the money I had, you know, it was, I, I knew like if I worked hard enough, I could make good money, you know, Mm. from this job, but it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to do. Yeah. So I, I worked, I worked like I I put in the time I put, but it wasn't, it wasn't like something I liked or enjoyed, Mm. you know, I was just working just because of the money. Right. Um, yeah, I mean after that, even in PayPal, I was just like the twelve-hour shift really killed it. Uh, it was like okay, you know, I I can't do this. I was still training then, and uh, doing twelve hours and then training, oh man, it it really killed me. I I I still I still fought amateur, but I, after that, I was like nope, I have to quit. I have to choose one or the other, you know. Yeah, those. Those are the. I was also doing my aquascapes. I was, yeah. So I was, I was train. I was working. <laughs> I had my, my full time job. I was training Muay Thai, and I was volunteering for the zoo with my aquascapes. So it was aquascapes. Like three things going on, and I was just like, yeah, I was pummeled, man, physically and mentally. That transition
0: between that that full time job. How did you make a living? How do you get paid?
1: When I decided to quit my office job, it meant. Uh, no, no more income. You know, it, it really meant I was just living off my savings. Right. Um, so when I first quit my job, I, I, I had my first. Actually, I lost a fight. He's a local dude. I fought this guy, and he had, he had more experience than me. You know, and it was my first MMA fight. I, I, I didn't, I, 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 I had no experience in MMA. I was only fighting Muay Thai. And I fought this guy who had a couple of MMA fights already. And he was fighting guys in uh, this promotion called Martial Combat in Singapore. Mm. It's like, it's a pretty big deal, you mm. know? And I didn't know who this guy was and I just went in, I signed up and I was like, because there were... So what happened then was my my Thai coach mm. with the Malaysian Tigers team, he left. And then I was... I was um, when he left, I was just training with a bunch of Russian dudes. Um, uh, Ala Murad, who was one of these guys one of my first Russian friends I was training with here. We, both, we were still training. And then he was like, dude, you should try MMA, you know? Just try fighting MMA. So I signed up. And then I think two weeks later, I fought, and I was still working this. I was still working then. I I did my MMA fight. I got smashed. I, I, I remember what happened was, um, in this fight, I managed to somehow get the guy down. I was... He was... Yeah, I took him down. I don't know how that happened, but mm-hmm. I can. I still remember it. I took him down. I was on top and I didn't know what to do. I was lost. Yeah. I was l- really lost. And he flipped me over and I was like, oh, shit. And then I just got pummeled. I got absolutely smashed. I, Yeah, I really got smashed. And then it was. it's one of those things, you know, when you lose like that, it kind of affects you mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, I told myself like, shit, uh, I had no ground game. I had no... Uh, there was no ground fighting. If it's, if it's stand-up, maybe I could have survived. But when I was on the floor, I had nothing, you know. I, had, I just felt so vulnerable. I felt like... I don't know. I felt really scared, you know. And then I, I, I was like, no, I need to learn some jiu-jitsu. I need to learn some wrestling. So I quit my job and I went looking for a, a jiu-jitsu school. And back then, there was only one jiu-jitsu school in the whole of Malaysia. There was... Um, and I looked up and it was Marcos. Marcos Escobar Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. This guy is amazing. This guy... Until now, I I, I still fly his flag. Uh, he's still my head coach. Amazing, amazing human being, this guy. Uh, yeah, and he... he he got me into Brazilian jiu-jitsu and into proper mixed martial arts, proper training. I have my jiu-jitsu and he also does boxing. So I have everything I need. So I was like, okay. I'm, And I sat down with him and I was like, and I said, I, I, I want to train. I want to train with you. So I came to the gym first day. I got absolutely smashed <laughs> doing jiu-jitsu. I got smashed by a girl. What is shit. Maggie. Magdalene I remember she, she's, she's still one of my main training partners I got smashed by a girl yeah and I was like what the fuck just happened yeah. this is jujitsu, you know well I'm coming back for more <laughs> yeah, was, yeah and, and, and then I quit my job because I was I was training Muay Thai I was training Jiu Jitsu I started training jujitsu, and then I was like on top of that I, there was a potential fight you know coming up so I decided to quit my job and right. I think that was the hardest decision but um
0: why is that? Why is what were that? Because I, I, yeah, of, because w- of fear. Or?
1: Not because of fear. Yeah, because yeah, I was scared because like I I was just pretty much uh living off my savings. Mm. I was living off my savings. I had no 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 income. I was staying in my small little myvi, staying in my car, and I was staying in the gym. They would allow me to stay in the gym. I would clean the mats every day, clean the mats, <laughs> stay in the car, not really wanting to go home because the situation in the house was pretty messed up. Mm. Um, and, and my parents wasn't very keen on me doing martial arts, you know. Uh, but yeah, I was just, I quit my job. They didn't know I quit my job, you know,
0: yeah.
1: because I had to pay bills. <laughs> I had to pay for my car. I had to pay for rent. It was really scary. I was just living off savings, and um at one point, I remember it was really tough, but I was blessed i, I It was really tough because I was just having uh instant noodles for my meals. Hmm. I was having just instant noodles it was It was hard, but I was blessed because I have really nice teammates. I would stay in the gym and the guys like after the morning session. They would bring me out for lunch. I remember we, we had our gym, and uh, we moved gyms from Kota Damansara. We moved to Mokiara. and we would just go downstairs. There would be like this set lunch thingy, and the guys would buy me lunch. Yeah, it was amazing, man. I mean, I, I, I think it was hard then, but I never like, I was never like lacking, like never had to like starve or anything. Like, I still will have a meal, you know. Mm. I think that was. Somehow, somewhat like a blessing, you know. For How me. young
0: were you at this point?
1: When I was twenty-two or twenty-three. Damn. Yeah, when I met Marcos, and I decided to take my, f- uh yeah, I mean I, I would take up jiu-jitsu with him. I think I was twenty-three. Damn. Yeah. Shit, man, time flies fast. It's a very strange feeling when you step into the ring. Mm. I think, yeah, it's it's so scary. But when you when you're in it, and when and when it's time to fight, uh, you 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 have to really kind of you're in it. You know, you you there's no more pulling out when the because you are and and it's really intimidating being in a cage. You you feel like it, it's really strange. It's not like in a ring. In a ring, it kind of seems a little bit more. There's a way out. There. Yeah, sort of. You yeah. Know? But when you were in a cage, I remember, oh, it 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 always scares me. Back then, now I'm kind of like, kind of comfortable with it, you know. But it was a good fight. I think it finished in, in round two, TKO. The guy, the guy had like massive gash over his head. Holy shit! Yeah, I I I need him as he was going for a takedown, and they just like, right over uh, his head. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I didn't even expect that. I was I was actually really nervous. I was actually really nervous because there was people and the setting was really different. Like, because it was in a bar kind of setting, so people were really much closer to the cage. Mm. And you could actually hear people talking. You could actually hear what people were saying. So, and, and people were cheering for that guy. They were like, fuck him up, fuck him up. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, this is scary, man. You know, I was, yeah, it was like really weird feeling. I was like, whoa, I, I, I would, yeah. But where was, his, that, where was his? was By the way, like it share? was in Jalan believe it or not. Holy there was this shit. bar. Um, <laughs> shit, it was it was called the Riverside, something. Or I, I can't know. remember where. Can't is
0: imagine it. that this happened In KL. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that that fight really made me trust uh, Marcos a lot because his voice was really loud, and 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 I was just trying to focus, trying to be in the moment try not to get too caught up with you know the surroundings it's it's very hard you know the lights the cage everything was intimidating the people um, and then you know it was really scary and having that voice behind me you know Marcos was like he was really vocal and loud he was like telling me to do this yeah I, I felt like after that fight I was like yeah I can trust this man and you know I'm I'm gonna do this I'm just gonna commit and do it so yeah. it's,
0: all, it's all worth it in the end, man Now you're a full-on official um, martial art Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor, right? Yeah, yeah And also full a, trainer, time. a full-time trainer Full-time
1: trainer Full-time um, coach uh, And I love it, you know Full-time athlete, full-time coach Doing a little bit of fitness modeling Cool uh, Also running my aquascape business Damn. And I think I'm just Blessed to be honest with you To go through this journey Super fucking blessed man I, I can't complain Wow I have, The takeaway
0: from From that little story That you just told Is like No matter how scary That the situation is Just go Go big Dive in yeah. first right You'll yeah. never know What you're gonna get That's true like, That's I, so I, I don't think you would have Expect your life to turn out this way Just about no. Eight
1: years ago right No Really no You know um uh In my family Everyone's like High achievers You know Like everyone's really smart Everyone's got Everyone's an engineer Everyone's a doctor Everyone's a lawyer I think that's also One of the reasons Why my parents And my grandparents My family Are not really supportive Mm. Because They don't really see The future for fighting Yeah Or Even for aquascaping For Mm. instance You know they don't see like There's, there's money to be made there. Because you know When you're an Asian family It's like All about the money Yeah uh, Buying a house Having a car
0: Yeah It's all about the status And status how much and you sh- make Yeah how monthly much you make um, And
1: stuff like that Yeah uh, But I, I'm, I'm blessed To actually see that See it at an early stage You know mm. Like office job Wasn't for me uh, Having a car w- Wasn't like A thing to show off You know Like having a car Or having a house wasn't like I wasn't happy. Was I really happy? I wasn't. I was. Mm. Yeah, I felt like crap.
0: What would be the one trait that you wish you had as a person, man? Mm.
1: One trait. Mm. I. I wish I. W- well, that's a hard one. <laughs> I wish I learned fast I wish I learned Things And picked up things Really fast I wish I was a natural At a lot of things um, Learning Reading I wish I read more Yeah I'm, I'm doing a little bit more Reading now mm. Though You know um, I think that's the one thing I would love uh, I wish like I could read fast And learn more you know
0: learn more process faster yeah
1: process a little bit more faster cuz like i said I, as as a kid i wasn't really much of a learner i wasn't really reading you know you know how in school they made you memorize shit yeah, i don't know it's like one of those <laughs> things that i hated the most like my i remember my grandma used to make me like hafalsife oh yeah <laughs> oh my yeah, god that yeah. was the hardest thing <laughs> i used to get asked and, and the only reason why i did i hafalsife was because i would get smashed.
0: For those who don't know what CFA is like the the <laughs> one times the math like two yeah. times two is four, three times two is six, <laughs> four times and two is And it was eight. at the back
1: of the small little book yeah. we had, you know. And wow, it was. I we're, think
0: I hated it. Yeah, I, we w- I, uh, we were all forced to memorize that shit. I was shit, crying every. I I, I, I wonder like how how people overseas do like do they memorize I don't know. Well? I
1: don't know. Yeah, we, we haven't asked yeah. anyone. Yet. Did anyone have that sort of book when they yeah. were like growing up? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think I wish wished I I that one trait uh, I think would be learning fast. Cool, which is amazing.
0: Do you believe in the law of attraction,
1: bro? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because I started writing my affirmations. Okay. I don't know if you've heard about affirmations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, I started doing this thing where uh, I I was going through a bad period mm. at 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 a point. Um, I hurt. I, I had. A, I have a really bad injury on my knee. Okay. Uh, at this point, I had to reevaluate my whole sort of career path. You know, whether am I going to continue fighting because my injuries are, my injury is quite bad, um, and, I, and and when you are hurt as an athlete and you're not able to compete, that can affect you because Ment- mentally. You yeah, know, mentally. It can affect you mentally. And I was going through a really rough patch. I was going... Uh, yeah, I was going through like a fucking breakup. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, had some family situation. Uh, yeah, it was rough. And then I was really down and I met uh, a really... Uh, I met this doctor... Uh, Dr. Muruga, he's he's an amazing human being, and he helped me, uh, helped me kind of get back on my feet again by mm. doing affirmations, talking to me every day. I felt like he was like a therapist. I don't, know. but yeah. he was a really good friend. He was just there for me, uh, talking to me, helping me get back up on my feet. I think when I started writing my affirmations and what I wanted in life, like I felt like okay, I wanted this so badly, and and I. Every, and every time I wrote I, I started writing a little bit more And If I wanted something I wanted like short term goals Or whatever it is that I wanted And every time I write that I process it in my head And I'll tell myself I want it like this I want it like that And I really really sort of believed in it You know like I want it like this mm. I want things to be like that And somehow It will happen Somehow things happen You know like I'm blessed to be able to travel You know, I I don't have like... I'm not like tied down to anything I'm blessed to be able to travel I'm blessed to be able to coach the bunch of students that I have now You know, and if I... I've I've never lacked Like, you know, it's, it's amazing Like, if I wanted something Somehow it will... Somehow it will happen
0: so, if you see it in your mind, you can actually make it happen in you reality. can yeah you
1: can you know and i and I think it's like really believing in it, and I think martial arts had a, a big role to play in this as well because it's all about the discipline and the mind, mentally getting there, but yeah, obviously i was i I think the affirmations also played a big role mm. writing my affirmations every day, and that really helped me like uh really believe and really sort of uh, conceive what I wanted
0: I think secretly The universe and as We are all connected We are like We have like a secret satellite That we yeah, are projecting man.
1: Synchronization Yeah Yeah <laughs> Somehow Yeah
0: So obviously you mentioned just now You have uh, dealt with The dark days Like when you were down yeah. And
1: all that A lot A yeah. lot of dark days
0: <laughs> What little advice Short and sweet Like What little advice That you have for The listeners Who are actually Going through it right now you know, who are in the dark corner, dealing with anxiety, dealing with pain, and somehow things might go to the extent of like suicidal thoughts. You know, mm. what advice do you have? From my
1: experience, at least, uh, it's 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 really strength of the mind. Really, it's all in the mind. It's all in the head. Um, yeah, I've been, I've 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 hit rock bottom. To be very honest with you, I've I've gone through some crazy crazy stuff um uh, so many ups and downs but i've hit rock bottom i've hit rock bottom and i've i've kind of like smashed my way through it you know and i think it was always my mind i always had this thing that i was always telling myself it's going to be okay i always had to be gentle i think what i did was I, i i always had to remind myself to be gentle with myself I always had to tell myself, Shyamal, it's going to be okay. I would actually talk to myself. Because I had nobody there to tell me, like, you know, what to do. I think when you're at that bad, you're at the lowest low, it's just it's just a tipping point before something good happens, you know? All right. Yeah, it's, it's just there. You just have to push through it. It's always. just that little bit. You know, yeah. it's like at the point. I think the universe is like that. It, mm. t- it never it never puts you through something you cannot handle. It's like that. It puts you through the test because when you go past that, that's the breaking point. You know, that's the breakthrough. Then after that, right, you, you, when things get better, you will notice that, whoa, shit, I actually hit a new level. I never thought I would hit this new level. Emotionally, mentally, you like leveled up, you know. And I think that happened to me. I was, yeah, man, you know, I had, my, my my young sister Passed away And when someone In your family Passed away like that It's It's crazy You know And going through So much shit You know Like One after the other And yeah I was at a point Where I I felt like I was quite yeah, This is it mm. You know This is it uh, There's no point anymore But I I was gentle I was being gentle I think what I can say Is be gentle With yourself Always be gentle With yourself Talk to yourself And always tell yourself You'll be alright you know? mm.
0: Affirmation comes in as well at this Affirmations
1: point, right? Oh yeah Affirmations play a big role man mm. I I think Young people need to Start writing Affirmations Writing Yeah Write your affirmations Every day I do it twice a day mm. First thing in the morning I wake up I write my affirmations Just before I go to bed I write my affirmations And I think writing Has helped a lot Mm. How I feel because I'm not a very. I, I I don't say things very well, you know. I don't talk very well or something like that. So what I do is sometimes I don't know if something bad happens and I don't know how to process it. I'll just write it down, and that's helped a lot. It's made me feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit better. But yeah man Yeah I think Just be gentle with yourself Just always keep telling yourself You'll be alright
0: Yeah we'll be alright man There's always light At the end of the tunnel right Exactly
1: right. There's always light At the end of the tunnel
0: right? Obviously uh, Balanced lifestyle Is very important right It right? is
1: how,
0: how, how would your Daily routine be like-
1: So I wake up in the morning I would wake up Pretty early uh, I would wake up Either at 5 or 6 Depending on how tired I am Because um, sometimes My night classes End pretty late um, but yeah, on a regular, regular day, I would wake up at 6. I would be up already. 5.45, my alarm rings. I'll give myself a 15 minutes allowance to like you know wake up, stretch a little bit. I'll wake up. I will have a nice glass of water, come down. First thing I do is my yoga, my stretches, which is very important. I've had so many injuries during my training and my fights and stuff like that. So I need to be really gentle with my body so I can't like just get up and just like bounce around, you know. Our first thing I do is I do my yoga. I do my yoga, I do my stretching, I I do my breathing meditation, I I try to center myself, and then after that I would have my, I make my cup of coffee, I'll sit down and I start writing my affirmations. First thing I do. Now once I'm done with my affirmations and then I'll go through my list, okay, so I have a class, I'll write down my schedule, I'll go through my calendar, and I'll see what are the things that I need to do work-wise. What are the classes I need to do? I'll start writing my classes. So if in a day, I would probably have three to four classes. I would start tailoring my classes accordingly. So I would schedule. So if it's like a wrestling class, I'll need to tailor it accordingly. What what I'm gonna teach for the day or for the week? Yeah, I would do that. Then I'll just go about you know just going through my day, just going to the gym. Teaching my classes, teaching my students, running the classes at home here right. in 3 to 1. I love the classes here. You know What kind of classes do you have here? So the classes that I'm teaching here is just Jiu-Jitsu. Wow. Here is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because it's... The reason why I want it here and the reason why it's only a, a select group of people here is because this group of students are, are very close to me. They're like my family. Oh. They're like my chosen family, this, right. this group. Uh, and I don't there's, there's a chance For me to Really grow this class But I can't fit Like 30 people In this small place And yeah, I just yeah. chose To have A group of 10 people Nothing more Nothing less mm. uh, And these 10 people Are like my family right. They are like My chosen family And I want it To be here Because we are like Close We get to talk We get to do our thing Yeah it's,
0: it's a sacred place This is and, Yeah and the energy here Is fine
1: man. I love I love right. the energy here It's a good energy here yeah. Yeah. And and my students are comfortable. So here I'm just teaching jujitsu, and the other gyms I'm teaching at, uh, I'm teaching Muay Thai. I teach Muay Thai for beginners. Uh, I teach Muay Thai. There's a bunch uh, a gym that I'm teaching a bunch of amateur fighters. Uh, teaching mixed martial arts, like full-on MMA class and wrestling classes. So yeah, I think overall I'm teaching in at, at like four different gyms right now. Oh my god! Yeah, so I have to go through <laughs> that. It, it is it is tiring. It yeah, is tiring, it is. But and also
0: good money, I guess. Like you, yeah, yeah. You've you you've you've come a long way, bro. I've I've
1: come a long way. Yeah. I, I'm blessed. Yeah. To be very honest with you, but it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of hard work.
0: But if you could go back in time to uh, to when you were 20, right, just mm. right before you quit a job, and you, you could meet the younger version of you And you could give Just one simple advice to yourself What would that be?
1: Be gentle with yourself I think the reason why I say that is um, It's because of my knee injury uh, I had this knee injury I think uh, When I was doing Muay Thai And it's also because I was Sort of Sort of punishing myself uh, My sister passed away Mm. And uh, When she passed away It was really hard for us to accept it You know It was very hard for me to accept it And I Kind of uh, Was Disturbed Very mentally And I Took it out on Training On fighting It was almost like self-abuse That's probably why I I Fucked up my knee Mm. Like I was that I didn't training? really take care of myself during training. You, you yeah, you uh, during a s- fight s- actually, yeah, and right. I, and I have a very high tolerance for pain, mm. and that's a bad thing to be very honest with you. I was to- talking to this uh, Kiwi coach, Coach Mike, and he was like, "You need to prep yourself well. You know, you need to be gentle with yourself." And this is the same thing he told me. Be gentle with yourself.
0: Now you say gentle, does it mean like with proper nutrition
1: and Pop, proper Yeah, rest? proper proper nutrition, um just proper rest and really loving, taking care of yourself. Mm. Some people we we I, I don't know how other people function, but me I I I I I when I'm really upset or I really I can I can do like three, four workouts a day which is not smart (laughs) I would I would train I can stay in the gym and just work 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 and and at the end of the day I'm just wrecking my body it's Mm. like I'm taking my car and just taking it like you know like wrecking it you know never really taking care of the car properly I was doing that when I was younger Mm. because I I was so disturbed emotionally mentally that yeah I was just wrecking myself if I could look back I would tell myself man be gentle be gentle yeah. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. And
0: what what advice do you have for, or maybe suggestions for for those who are not, who haven't found themselves, you know, who,
1: who who are not in the right track, who are lost. Yeah. Well, I was lost. I think you you need to be lost in order for you to be found. Right. That's one thing. Because uh,
0: I've seen like people in their thirties, forties who are still lost. Yeah. So at some point, you still have to find. A way to, to, to get back on track, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah.
1: So, I think it's... Everybody has their journey. Everybody has their timeline. Everybody has their own timeline. Uh, for me as well. I, I, know, I, I know dudes who are like really young and they've already made it, you know? They're so-called found, you know what I mean? Um, but I think, yeah, internet can be quite distracting, <laughs> Because we are always we are always looking for the outward, mm. we're always looking for external we're never l- really looking into the internal you know mm. that's good and bad, I guess, with the internet, with social media and stuff, but uh, the good part is also that with internet y- y- you learn more things, you learn how to i mean if you if you want to learn about how you can find happiness within yourself, you can also go to the internet and look. For like people that you know can help you with that, coach you with that. Uh, w- what I was reading, I think recently I read this book. Uh, it's called How to Love, and this book How to Love taught me um, how to find happiness within yourself, in you. You know, not looking for external stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a very strange thing. I think. everybody has their their timeline you know i I can't really tell how people will be found but you have to be lost in order for you to be found that's what i know a dude can be 40 and then after 40 suddenly he might find wow you know then he might he might be lost for a really long time then suddenly he'd be found you know i think everybody has their timeline i think it's really God's timing. I, I guess think.
0: I know what you meant. Like Colonel Sanders, for example, the KFC guy. Yeah. Right. And I don't know, the McDonald's guy. I don't know, whoever, those those yeah, guys it's, were. It's were much later in yeah, the year. Probably in that the they, 60s. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so I think it's just a journey. It's a timeline because everybody has to go through that. Mm. We are all... Wired differently We all built differently So just
0: let it flow And that we, whatever we, you are Supposed to have Will come to you Yeah it
1: will come You know. Okay. I think at the end of the day It's the intentions you have As a human being If you have good intentions If you If you really Want Something Like I said you know, If you really want something And if you really believe it mm-hmm. It will Manifest itself It will take place It will happen But You cannot Rush it You never rush It anything you know you cannot force it um because you may not re- be ready for it you know certain things happen to me as well because i felt like well maybe it's not my time it's not now it's not back then but now it's happening you know and maybe because i'm more mature or maybe i wasn't ready to handle it then now i'm more mature so it's happening and i can see that now i can see that now and for me i feel like wow it's timing it's it's not my timing it's it's the universe timing God's mm. timing I just have to let it flow And just let it uh, Yeah, let it take its time and Just kind of going with the flow Just rolling with the punches mm, <laughs> Rolling
0: with the punches <laughs> Ladies and punches. gentlemen
1: yeah. I have this strong Sort of Calling within, within me now I feel like I'm a bird I can't stay in one place You're a bird Yeah, mm. I can't be Tied down. Uh, so just before I left to Bali, I've had a couple of offers to open gyms, uh, to partner up, to open gyms and stuff like that. And it, I took time to actually sit down and think about it. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that because I'm going to be tied down, and KL is not the place that I want to be. So, and being in Bali kind of assured, kind of showed me like, I found my people there, I found my community there, I found people that I can connect at a very deep deep much deeper level. I found right. the people there are different from the people here that I've met and had conversations with. The people that really care. People there really want to know you for you. People listened, people and we shared. It was two ways. Mm. You know and I felt very at home there. You know? I mean I had the same experience when I was in France. No oh, right. i had the same experience when I was in France. People that were amazing, especially in the South, not in Paris, when I was in the south of France, but it's different it's it, I, it's hard to explain, but it's different when i was when I was in Bali and i I'm actually really considering making Bali my base now like um I'm giving myself three months three months I'm giving myself three months from now right so i've I'm giving myself three months, and if things don't really Go too well here, in that sense. I'm not gonna waste too much time. I'm gonna take a risk, yeah, um, and go to Bali and see what happens there. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm free to do whatever I want. To be very honest with you, I think that's that's the best thing about my life. I think I I'm I'm free. I'm not tied down to anything. I'm blessed, you know, because I'm not like tied down to a mortgage or tied down to some fucking student loan or some shit like that. Yeah. Because it can be quite stupid, you know, the whole student loan thingy, people can't travel, can't do shit. Yeah. And you are working to pay off debts and loans like that. I'm blessed to be able to like uh, pay off my debt. You know, the only thing that I have is this car, which is going to be done. Soon, I'm so happy about that, and after that, I'm free to do whatever I want, you know. So, I and think then
0: if you, when you're about to leave, you you have to sell it. I'll, oh, I'll sell it.
1: I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm just gonna give away. I love this car. Yeah, I mean, I've been through quite a bit with this car. I was yeah. living in the back of this car. Which this is was crazy. the car, this was the car. Damn. I was staying in the back of this car, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's interesting times here, even in 321. I think um, Andrew has some plans as well. Um, he might stay or he might move back to the States um, I might not stay I am I. I really have I really feel like I want to move I want to try something new I don't know, either Bali or Chiang Mai These are the two places
0: before, before you had all these routines All these workout routines All these gym uh, sessions Do you feel like life was... Less meaningful To compare to now Does, does work, Workout routines Gives you more meaning Or at, at least boost Your happiness In a way
1: Yeah definitely yeah. Definitely Do you recommend
0: Like for anyone out there Who wants to feel better About themselves Or to be Happier In a way To go to gym
1: Or to work on themselves Yeah physically? definitely man I yeah? think um, One thing about Our human nature is We have to understand that we are not meant to sit in an office or to sit down and work. It's not made for us. We are, we are... Our body is meant for movement, for moving. You know, our limbs, our hands, to touch and feel things. You know, like back... You have to like go back to our old roots where we are always constantly working, moving, and when things were really simple back in our grand great grandparents' time, everyone is like doing work, you know, mm. and they were happy, right? They yeah, were really yeah. happy. They had everything. They weren't complaining. They weren't, you know, like now. I think people just like everything is so easy. So people just like they're just happy to not do anything. They were just trying to be like people become more lazy. Mm. I would say people just like internet. I'm just happy to Netflix and just chill. <laughs> you know that sort of shit. Yeah. No, but like I feel like working out and doing yoga and movement and stuff like that, being in the outdoors really it kind of centers you as a human being. You know, you, you are meant to be out. You're meant to move, you know. You, you, that would really help you. If you are a person who's going through a rough period or a rough patch, Try working out Working out will definitely help You know Working out Or being in nature Just going for a hike Or you know Just walking You will feel very connected With nature You know Because then you You will be You will see things More clearly You know If you just sit down And just do nothing And just sob or whatever if you're like having a rough time you're just like sitting in your dark room I did that as well I did that uh, but that's not gonna help I had yeah. to like pick up your, pick up myself just go out there you know you have to go out true you know when something bad happens people always try to like fuck all of this I hate everything you just shut yourself down yeah you can't really do that you know it, things happen for a reason you, but you still need to put yourself out there I love moving Yeah Yeah I love And I think jujitsu is amazing man Because jujitsu is all about movement It's like total body movement And that's the one thing I'm really obsessed about Is jujitsu And how you move How the body moves And stuff like that Yeah I think working out Made me really happy Really really boost my happiness Doing jujitsu martial arts So
0: for the listeners out there who, Who hasn't been going to the gym Who wants to start Going to the gym Or perhaps Want to start jiu-jitsu What advice you have for them Like, you just sign up For gym and just do, go
1: Do or? it Go do it You know yeah. the people People always uh, Hesitate They'll be like Yeah you know what I want to sign up For the gym You know I was thinking Of doing that I was thinking Don't just think bro Just do it man <laughs> Don't think When you think When you say you, You're thinking about it Nah I, I, um, You have to do you know what I mean? People always like to say. Uh, I think I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of doing this. I'm thinking of doing that. No, just do it. Just go do it. Just go sign up. It's like when I came back from Bali. The first thing when I came back and uh, and I was like, shit, I miss Bali. I, I miss my girlfriend. I miss this. I and I was like, I felt really at home. And I was like, I want to go back. You know what? I I think I want to do it. And then and I was like. Just do it. You know, I took out my phone. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to book my ticket. I, that same night, I booked it. I was like, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. So when are you leaving again? I'm leaving on the 13th
0: of July. It's like in two weeks. Right.
1: I, I think you just have to do it. I think that that's the one thing I learned is um, when you think too much, right? Your mind kind of... That's the problem with the mind a little bit. You, you get sucked into this whole game. The mind plays like... If you think too long, I don't know if you've heard. I was watching this TED talk, it was about a three second rule or something. When you think too much, when you when you want to talk to a girl or something, either you, you you don't think too much. You just have to go and do it, you know. And I've always been like an introvert, scared. And when it comes to approaching new girls, I'm fucking scared, bro. Or talking to people, I'm not. I'm not a very social person, you know. And yeah, and 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 just the past couple of years putting myself out there a little bit more talking doing things you know like doing not just talking more action you know uh, yeah I've, I've, I'll, when, I, when I do my stuff or when I try to plan for something i always come up with a plan mm. and I come up with an action plan like yeah you can do all the planning you want but not execute it yeah. so I always put the plan and I give myself a timeline and I'm like okay I'm gonna do this today I'm gonna do this now you know What are the things That I need to do So yeah When it comes to like Signing up for a gym It's your health You don't need to Think too much about it It's your health You know I think health Is the biggest wealth mm. You can go around Earning as much money As you want And still feel like shit Because your physical You need to take care Of your physical If, you, if you're not Physically fit you, you can't work Sacrifice Made time for it yeah. People made time He made time I always told him like You have to make time Whether you want it or not You know
0: Okay this is where I flip the script And give you a break And let you ask The questions Right You can ask me anything at all Apart from the questions That I've asked you today And also Nothing about the podcast Because everyone Has been asking me About the podcast
1: About the podcast Yeah
0: (laughs) Okay Yeah yeah So
1: anything at all Apart from that Do you see yourself Living in Malaysia Do you see yourself Staying here in KL Or do you see yourself Moving to another place and yeah, doing what you love.
0: Definitely not, man. I don't see myself staying here at all, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even think twice to that question because I have. I, I I probably I can relate to you when you say you're a bird and you can't be caged, and yeah. I feel like oh my god, that means there's a lot of us out here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel alone anymore. Yeah. 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 yeah and you you felt like. Oh, you want to do something And the moment that you came back here And then you f- you feel like you want to go back That instant moment or only difference is You book your flight straight away Yeah I felt that The same thing Every time I came I come back Like let's say I say I had a trip to um, New Zealand Australia and all that And I came back Oh man, the next moment I wish I, w- I didn't, I didn't leave that place Yeah So yeah, definitely not in Malaysia I don't know why I, I I feel guilty at times You know, with all the privileges With Like Malaysia is a peaceful country Multirational yeah. We have good food We have so much to be grateful about We do, yeah Yeah, but I don't know, man It just doesn't feel right It doesn't, yeah And also maybe I I I, I was born in the city Subang mm. I was born and raised there Oh, you're I, from Subang? Yeah, I was from Subang, Subang. Yeah, yeah Subang, Okay And... I don't know, it just doesn't click when I would I would imagine you mentioned south of France, it's a little bit like New Zealand. South yeah. of New Zealand maybe. Um, we, um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. The landscape wise.
1: Landscape wise was yeah. I, I was living in the foot of the hills. Okay. Wow, in in, in Park Les Seven. It, I need to get a tattoo of that place though. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a different experience there. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You would love it. What was it called? Le Seven. Les Seven. Les Seven. Okay, yeah. It's in Montpellier. Montpellier, south of France.
0: Montpellier, south of France, yeah. I know man. Where do you see yourself going? Europe? I want I wanna go to Europe. I because I haven't backpacked there. I wanna venture there. Right. Before I I I can tell whether it's Europe or not. But mm-hmm. for now the options are definitely right now the I mean the end goal is having a farm in New Zealand. I'm, I'm a farm guy I'm like oh, I just no, want to really? chill Yeah I just want to nice. chill And Relax I mean not relax But reap what I sow You know like, yeah. And I also like The seasonal thing Oh yes Yeah you know I just don't do well With like Okay you're gonna be With this company For one whole year <laughs> or, You know Try to stay as long as possible Because it's good On your resumes I can't do that man no, I know. And I feel I feel, I feel so weirded out and strange when I'm the only one in my circle of friends who are like that. Yeah, you know, everyone is is been with the co- same company for a long time. Yes. Even my siblings, they they are practicing that. You know, my yeah. elder siblings. Yeah. So after meeting you, I feel like damn, I'm not, I'm not strange after all. You no, know? I feel you. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of birds in this world. Yeah, bro. Yeah, (laughs) We are are birds stuck in a human body or something.
1: Yeah, we gotta fly. We gotta fly. And I hate the whole passport thingy and flying. Yeah, it's like so strange, right? I mean, I I mean, when you look at history and back in the day, people used to like travel, (coughs) right? Yeah. They used to like migrate from one place to another place. They didn't have fucking passports back then.
0: Yeah. Then they, they why were, do we
1: need passports now? They were free Shit.
0: to do anything dude. Yeah, you know? And like, okay, I feel like the
1: whole world is a fucking playground.
0: Yeah, I feel like going to UK. Okay, I'm just gonna hop in the ship and And just go. And just go. I'm, I might I reach there in two weeks or something. I don't know, yeah. like yeah but it's the journey I'm never yeah? coming back. You yeah. know?
1: It's crazy. <laughs> right. That's interesting. Yeah no you're a farm guy. Yeah. And that's my end goal Okay. Yeah. Uh, when you say farm, what do you mean? Like uh, a living off the land, like a sustainable living? That means uh, you just live off the land and yeah, you feed um, off the
0: land? I don't know. What I mean is like, that's my retired program. You right. know Where I have a, my my house, I have my family, and yeah, that's my program for, that's my routine. Like, I'm going to f- go to the farm, I'm going to check out the avocados, going to make sure that the trees <laughs> are right. Yeah. I would say you're, you're probably the same, seeing yeah. from your.
1: Yeah, yeah, the house, aquascapes, yeah, and the all aquascapes, that. and I did. Um, so I, w- I was working with a company called Econites, mm. and we did aquaponics. Aquaponics right. systems is where it's all about sustainable living. Like you're living off. You can pretty much just grow your own food. Mm. You don't have to go out to the market, bro. You just like have your fish, fish that are edible. You grow yeah. fishes. You grow your vegetables. Yeah, and everything is there. Right. Yeah. You know, I I think this is a good thing. So this is the new venture that I'm uh looking into, the aquascapes and the aquaponics. Cool, Louis. Uh that's my yeah, that's the project for this year. Right. Uh nice. I hope That goes well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's really nice to find someone like, you know, few who are also in the same Wavelength. Yeah, I feel
0: like our souls are probably created from the same mold or something. We were on the, from the same factory
1: yeah. and then distributed.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you know, on a different timeline, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. How old are you now?
0: I'm 25.
1: Oh shit. Man. Yeah. Young
0: dude. Before I go to the last questions, how can people find you on social media, bro?
1: Um, yeah, you can look me up on Instagram. Mm. Uh, Instagram Dot S. H. A. double m a h C. Sharma. yeah, C. Sharma. That's my sort of uh, public Public Instagram account. Okay. So I post my workout routines. I post my Insta stories. I'm doing a little bit more Insta stories now. Mm, that's the big thing, yeah, right that's, now. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's so I I would normally just do like my diets, what I'm going through the day, my classes and whatnot.
0: Here's the last question. Um, one last advice you have for someone who wants tips to get to know themselves To, to get to know themselves in order to know what they want to do in their life mm-hmm. Apart from being gentle, right? What other advice do you have like, for them to dig deep and try to understand their own soul? You know, because as far as we know ourselves, you know, we know that we, we don't want to be tied down But for most of the people They don't really know They're really cloudy About their own vision What would your advice be?
1: I think Another thing that really helped me also Besides the being gentle part Is actually Mm. talking to people Putting yourself out there A lot of people want to be found But they don't want to put themselves out there Uh, I think you have to put yourself out there You need to talk to more people we, We are humans We are social
0: social animals yeah we're
1: social animals we need to talk to people we need to see people you need to find mentors Mm. I think what really helped me was actually uh, finding mentors finding people who can not hold your hand and guide you but be there give you advice and kind of shine some light because we are all kind of sort of like you know lost a little bit and these people who are mentors who have already been there done that there's so many people there who are out there who are who will be more than happy to help you. You know, there's always people who love you, who care for you. And I have like like three mentors in my life, you know, like my business, my personal life, and, and, and these people really help me. You know, I think one of my advice is to go out there, put yourself out there and find these people. Find mentors. Look for people who you feel like you can look up to. And ask them And they they will Be more than happy The thing is Our our problem is We don't even want to ask Yeah We're scared of asking True We're scared of getting rejected You know It's It's okay to be rejected sometimes You know It's Part of vulnerability We have to be rejected sometimes I mean Just have to accept it But I think yeah Finding mentors And these people Will be very more than happy to help you. We just don't know it. We just don't yeah. put ourselves out there, you know.
0: Put, so uh, the advice is put yourself out there. Yeah, put yourself out there. Talk yeah. to more people. Talk to more people. Get noticed.
1: Yes, get you know noticed, and just finding the right people, mentors to help guide you. They will give you some really sound advice because they've probably already been through that path that you are going through now. Yeah, you know, they won't hold your hand, but they will tell you to do this, do this, do that, and then it will make sense. You, it things will be easier for you. Find mentors want to make h- Life so hard It's really hard Really as it is Yeah <laughs>
0: But it? also Find mentors Also Be careful Who you Who who you take up Of course As a mentor right? Of course, because you yeah. don't want to be like Getting I believe, yeah.
1: I believe The right people Will appear at the right time The right people If you Like I said If you have good intentions uh, You surround yourself With good people Uh you will find good people you you don't have to look so far they will just come they
0: will, they will come to you they will just come
1: i yeah. I've, I've, i i think this year it's been like that for me it's the magic of life it's it's magic right it's like yeah, yeah i think it's the universe lah. I just bring the right people it's like a magnet you attract the right people you know
0: right it's it's amazing yeah wow so much And thank you so much for being part of the podcast thank you milo hello hello Kopika milo milo lah <laughs> Alright Thanks bro
1: Thank you brother Cheers man (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright Chama Chandran World champion MMA fighter (laughs) (laughs) Getting there Thanks man Welcome to the Copicamillo Podcast From Milo Fico So